You are listening to You Were Made For This, the podcast to help transform your relationships into the best they can be. Welcome to You Were Made For This. If you find yourself wanting more from your relationships, you've come to the right place. Here you'll discover practical principles you can use to experience the life-giving relationships you were made for. And now here's your host, John Sertalic. Hey, thank you, Carol. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 86 and the start of season five of our podcast. We said goodbye to 2020 in last week's episode with the thought that even in difficult circumstances, there is always joy to be found if we look hard enough. I gave two examples of finding joy in difficult circumstances in that episode. Today, though, I want to share several stories of finding joy in more positive context, like now, at the beginning of a new year. Not much has gone wrong yet, at least at the time of this recording. I hope the several stories I share with you will inspire you to either find joy or create some yourself if you come up empty. I'll explain how, so listen in. The first story has to do with a Christmas card that my wife and I received from the ECFA. It's an acronym for the Evangelical Child and Family Agency. And it's a nonprofit organization. And here's what the card looked like. The the very front of it was a picture of, it's a very dark picture of a Christmas tree, just the branches, no decorations at all. And in white print, it says the following. ECFA has chosen, and then in great big letters, joy, J-O-Y, amidst the pandemic. ECFA has chosen joy amidst this pandemic. You wouldn't think you can combine the word joy and pandemic in the same sentence, much less on the front of a Christmas card, but this group did, and I love it. I love their boldness. I love how The word joy stands out in such stark contrast. It's in big white letters against the background of a bare Christmas tree that's very, very dark. ECFA has chosen joy amidst this pandemic. It's a decision they made, and it's a very firm decision. It's a very strong decision, and I I just love it. And then you open up the card, and you see the photos of six lovely women who are uh, members of this organization, who are working there. And there's a Bible verse talking about uh, being faithful in prayer and affliction and all of that, and just thanking everybody and wishing everyone a Merry Christmas. But I, I, just, I just found this very endearing, this notion of taking a strong stand. We've making a choice. We're not letting the pandemic just happen to us. In the midst of the pandemic, we are choosing joy. I just love the strength of it. I love strong women too, by the way. And this is just a great example of it. Another place we can find joy is in humor. For me, joy is often found in humor. In episode 80, for example, the one entitled A Christmas Gift of Silence, that aired on the last December 2nd, I mentioned ending the podcast with uh, (laughs) Marcel Marceau singing his rendition of Silent Night. And then when you listen to it, there's 23 seconds of no sound, just silence. 
because, as I hope you know, Marcel Marceau was a mime. He never said anything. He just was silent all the time. And I just find humor in that, that a mime would record a Christmas song, which, of course, he didn't. I made that all up. And that's where I found the joy and the humor of that contrast between a song, a record recording, by a mime. Of course, there's going to be silence. Well, my friend Larry uh, wrote in about that, and he said, at first, I, I remember the name Marcel Marceau, but I had to look it up. And when he did, he said that it just brought a lot of joy to him, just this uh, obvious uh, incongruity of a mime actually singing. And he saw the connection, though, with the topic of that episode for the day, Zachariah's Nine Months of Silence. Remember when he was uh, visited by the angel and he asked the angel, how can, how can my elderly wife have a baby? And the angel says, well, because he didn't believe God, you're going to be silent for nine months. Well, Zachariah and Marcel Marceau had a lot in common. And then another listener wrote about the Marcel Marceau episode who knew who Marcel Marceau was and said it was just delightful that I had that. Well, that's one example of humor. Then, then, we, came, um, then we come upon episode 81, A Christmas Gift of Connection. And that, that elicited a comment from Brad, a listener from Florida. Now, Brad happens to be a friend of mine. And I had asked the, the question, I raised the question that episode, who gets you? And Brad wrote back to me and he said, uh, my dog Lucy gets me. And then right underneath that line, he wrote, and so does my wife, Kathy. She is A1. Uh, I thought it was interesting he rated uh, Lucy before his wife, but that's Brad, and we're friends, and I know he was just joking. It was a lot of fun getting that from him. You know, humor is a tricky thing. It does bring joy, and and we uh, sorely need it uh, for healthy relationships. It's really what got me through my adolescence, as a matter of fact. But we don't want to make humor the focal point of our relationships. And that's going to be the subject of another podcast one of these days. But all that to say is we can find joy in humor in our relationships. Another place we can find joy is when we say something that resonates with a person or encourages them. A listener, for example, sent me an email about one of our prior episodes. I think it was episode 80, the same one about the one about silence. And she wrote the following, and she's quoting from something I said in that episode where I said the following. Be more of an observer and listener and less than a commentator. It can be a Christmas present of silence you give to others. So she put that in quotes, and then she told a little story that I find really interesting. She writes, Two days ago, I was in a phone conversation with a family member. She commented on a photo that I had pointed out to her in a book I had given her to read. When I mentioned that an item, actually a table, in the photo was actually positioned differently than how we actually sat at the table when we were young, she disagreed and said it had been the same way that this book was showing it. What? She asked in all capital letters, what? I started to come back with a strong rebuttal when all of a sudden it was as if the Holy Spirit said, Stop.
I learned that this was not an instance where I needed to be right, that she may or may not hear the truth from another family member, actually 11 of us sat around the table back then, but that I could walk away. I am so glad I did. The Holy Spirit immediately began ministering to me about how there are other heavier things in life that truly may need to be said, but that this was not one of them. That day became an enveloping of the Holy Spirit that I could have missed out on. Wow, what a, what a great story. And then another source of joy came to me not too long ago from uh, actually a former student of mine when I was a teacher. I ran into him about 12 years ago at a uh, kindergarten graduation ceremony of all things. He recognized me and uh, came up to me and we just chatted for a bit and went our separate ways and nothing happened after that. Well, then just recently, I had a phone conversation with him about a mutual acquaintance just the other day. And we had some time, and so I, I asked him what his life uh, had been like for him. Where, where has life taken him in the 40-plus years since we were in the same classroom together every day? And he gave me an update of his life. And then he said something at the end with just a great deal of uh, kindness and tenderness in his heart. He said, you were so kind to me back then. And, and that, just, that just really struck me. I remember, the, I remember this guy. I don't remember being particularly kind to him, but, but he did. And the thought that he had remembered this for over 40 years just, just really touched me. And it kind of encouraged me to, to be kind, more kind than I normally am to people. Another source of joy I got just recently was from a listener. And she sent me a card, a very small card about the size of a 3x5 index card. And here's what it said. It was just very brief. She wrote, John, just to let you know how much I enjoy your podcasts, exclamation point, they bring me much joy. And then she signed her name, Patty. Well, this really touched me too, because it's a, it's a great privilege to bring joy into someone's life. And you don't need a podcast to do that. And I know that some of you do this all the time with your relationships. But I also know some others of you do just the opposite. You drain joy from people. But the good news is you don't have to be that way. You're just as capable as the rest of us to spread joy. So give it a try. For as you spread joy to others, you'll create joy for yourself. It's one of the great mysteries of life. If you forget everything else, here's the one thing that I hope you remember from today's episode. It's this. Begin new things, like the start of a new year in 2021, from a position of joy. Look for it or create it on your own and then spread it to others. Well, what can we do in response to today's program? One thing we can do is to ask ourselves this question. What new thing in my life can I start today from a position of joy? And then either look hard to discover the joy that's already there, or create some of your own. Create some of your own joy. 
Because when you create joy for others, you'll be amazed at how joy will come back to you. You can do what the ladies at the ECFA did and be bold. Take a stand. Plant a stake in the ground for joy, regardless of what has happened before, even if you're in the midst of a pandemic. You can also use humor to spread a little joy. Surprise people by being out of character. Look for puns. Be playful with language. Point out incongruencies with a smile. Poke fun at yourself. And then, you can always be kind to someone. Someone who doesn't expect it or who can never pay you back. Who knows, maybe you'll run into that person 45 years later and they'll thank you for your kindness because it meant something to them so long ago and they still remember. Lastly, let me and others know how this goes for you. Uh, You know, I'd really like to hear from you about how you're beginning 2021 with joy. You can comment in the leave a reply box at the bottom of the show notes, or you can email your thoughts to me in an email to john at caringforothers.org. In closing, I hope your thinking was stimulated by today's show to both reflect and to act so that you will find the joy that God intends for you through your relationships. Because after all, you were made for this. Well, that's all for today. See you next week. Look for the joy. Goodbye for now.